Giles of Gum. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Hey, welcome everybody to our Daily Gun Show. We'll be live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for an hour or so. Got people jumping in from all over the country. Uh, we got, uh, let's see, let's go east. So we got Ghost jumping in, normally from Arkansas in Vegas. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. Then we got Gary jumping in just last minute there from Kansas. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. You bet. And then we got... And, uh, probably me in Arizona. Then we've got, uh, hmm. I don't know which one of these two is further east. So let's go with uh, Angelina, who's normally in California, but also in Vegas. Thanks for jumping in. Hello. Thanks for having me. And Woods coming in from Oregon, or wait, Washington. Washington. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. Yep. So uh, this is a great episode. 737, which is also an airplane, but I guess we're not going to do airplane stuff because I didn't get any airplane images. So uh, we're at Chacho. It's the uh, first day, end of the first day. Didn't have much of a show yesterday, so we're not having much luck getting people together. I uh, sent out links again, kind of last minute here, and it's late, so probably won't get anybody else to jump in. But Ghost was jumping around the show today. Angelina's been walking around the show. I got to walk around the show, so we can chat about shot if you want. Otherwise, uh, this is an effort in new media, so if you're out there watching on gun channels, then uh, we'll be watching the Checks Chat or over on the other place that hates guns. So, uh, what'd you think of the show? It's good. <clears throat> good stuff. Yeah, it's awesome so far. Um, what was I going to say? I had something in particular to say. Oh, I had a lot of really great uh, gun rights conversations today. I mean, like a shit ton of them. And it was so like refreshing just to be like, oh, there's all these people that care about guns when all you hear about is everybody hates guns. So yeah, I mean, I, I did a post on my personal Instagram about how it was cool to see, you know, I saw some stuff I wanted to see and saw some new stuff. But what was really great is all the um, just like pro second amendment people I met and all the like refreshing and empowering conversations that we had. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll piggyback on that if you don't mind. And I'll say the same thing. And I don't know if it's because what's going on in the political world right now, but I think that it's compared to last year and that's all I can base it on obviously, but it's compared to last year. I've had not just my own discussions, but I've heard conversations in passing that were talking more 2A instead of selling guns type thing, which is refreshing as well. So, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it back and say I heard a lot of that today. It was really nice. Yeah, and it was, um, I don't know, I met, um, like I was talking to this guy who has a magazine in Canada, a gun magazine in Canada that he, you know, he started, it's been going for a number of years and he was just explaining all the intricacies of like 
Canadian gun laws and stuff. And it was like, I know it was crazy. It was crazy to hear all of it. And it was like, oh, I was sitting here at a table with this guy and we're having this, you know, fantastic conversation. And now we're being joined in by this other guy who, um, he has an app that shows where all the gun ranges are or whatever in your area. So, and it was, you know, they, the other, them two quickly figured out how they could help each other and like, you know, the networking and connecting, I guess that's like the beautiful thing about conventions. Yeah, I had, I mean, I had some amazing like hour long discussions with a lot of people today, but one of the most fun one was I sat there for 30, 40 minutes talking with Cheryl Todd and Danny and, and we sat there and talked down uh, in the lobby for at least half an hour and we're talking firearms uh, gun rights gun rights policy act and amcon and and their plans and how and i sit there i said you know i really want to pick your brain about podcasting and it was a refreshing to just meet them and 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 actually talk with them and she knew who i was and um so we were talking about different things and the plans that she the vision i'm sure you know gino's probably you know more about it than anyone because he, he's talked to her a lot but the ideas that are starting to float around about gun rights policy conference and and amcon and they're talking about that they're going to try to get a shoot on thursday before amcon before uh, this year in phoenix so uh, you know it was just really kind of cool like i said you know you're hearing more two-way stuff at least i was today than i did last year which is refreshing Yeah, it was super, it was super awesome. Um, what about you, G-Webs? Kind of a mouse. So I didn't have as good a luck. I didn't have bad luck, but uh, um, I didn't hear the, I didn't overhear those kind of conversations or whatever, but I wasn't standing anywhere long enough, I guess, to overhear too many listen to a couple in passing and stuff but overall i think it was a pretty good show as far as shows go good uh good uh, energy in the room i posted this earlier uh the aisles weren't too full but they're not barren either they're not empty everybody seemed to be doing business so uh as far as shows go i think this is a pretty good show so far and uh judging from the amount of people there right away the first day Yeah, it was uh, it was nice. I mean, this year, I mean, today and this year, my mind's fried. But uh, today was, I mean, I got I got so much more done today. Obviously, my second year, I had a different game plan, but today was kind of an eye opener for me that you know there's some really cool companies out there, and there's some really you know big wigs that have been their eyes have been open in the last couple of days and i had a lunch with i mean when i say a big wig a big wig in the industry and was challenged but what their company does for supporting the second amendment and he was like you know you're right that's a good question i really don't know he goes the question was asked to him what do you do with your money and i was sitting at the, at the lunch table with him yesterday and he was like you know you're right it's a good question we don't do enough and so hearing the president and the owner of major, major big players talking about they don't do enough, hopefully that trickles down to everybody else. So it's refreshing to see that maybe some of these companies are starting to take the Second Amendment, not just sales, a little more seriously. 
Uh, so everybody get uh, uh, everything they wanted accomplished today. You have appointments and stuff. Thank yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's my tomorrow's my hell day. Today was ended up being extremely busy, but tomorrow's my hell day. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> when you keep saying that, that, when you got all your schedules on. Yeah, it's just tomorrow is like jam packed with schedule uh, meetings, interviews, and then events and stuff. It's just gonna it's gonna go a long way, and um, you know, I think everyone's for me. I think Clover had a busy, busy day today, but my really busy day is tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't get everything accomplished I had set out to do, but uh, at the same time, uh, I accomplished some things I didn't set out to do at all. So. Uh, you know, end of the day, I mean, I'm happy, extremely happy with the way it turned out. I completely crushed it compared to same time last year. So, uh, still, I, still I'd, more I'd days. I'd say you crushed it compared to all, all of last year. You yeah, probably crushed it more today. Probably, I mean, honestly, you had a great day so. today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably so. I think we both did. So, um, yeah, I'm sitting trying to revamp my game plan right now as we talk and, you know, pick up, well, trying to pick you, up I, the I, things I, I missed and. I can yeah. tell you, number one on your game plan, ought to be not parking in my parking spot. Well, let's start with that. <laughs> what, are you, what parking spot? What are you talking about? The one that I can, so I can see my van from the window. All right, we'll talk oh, about that. Oh, did I park in? Oh, you're talking about here at the hotel. Okay. See, so your car really good. Anyway. Oh, well, I didn't. So, I didn't well, that's, now, now you can keep an eye on Clover's car, you know? You know yeah, what? If your rental's good to go. But anyway, uh, that's a good point. You're going to. Well, I don't know. You guys sounded like Armantia didn't get a chance to say if she got her stuff accomplished today. But you guys, she really had a day today. Gee, she had a, day, a day today. <laughs> Why don't you guys yeah. tell me what her day was like? Or we're wait, no. she's, she's here. She's going to tell us herself. But you guys, I mean, get her up first and say that you guys didn't sound like you had a ton of stuff for your first day. You had already realized not to uh, schedule yourselves out on the first day, right? That's the uh, weird uh, thing, though. Is quite a bit. <laughs> I was walking. I was walking around, and I was getting pulled. Like people saying, "Hey, ghost, come here!" And like me and Clover were outside having a smoke, and a guy from Alien Gear walks Who by me. Goes, "Ghost," I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Do me a favor," and I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "Come by our booth here. We want to get you on a live, uh, a live stream with our social media guy." I'm like, "I'm not thinking. Do they think I'm somebody else or what?" And so we went over there, and we did. You know, we did a live stream for 20 minutes on Alien Gear's Facebook thing. It's got like 1.2 million followers. So that was that was interesting for me. That's very cool. That was yesterday. No, that was today. He just walked out. I was smoking. He goes, hey, I want you to come by my booth. Like today. That wasn't anything planned. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. So that was not planned. That was just you walking around. No, no, that was him seeing me outside smoking and i was like okay cool so that that was something that wasn't planned that turned out to be really awesome because on top of that we worked out a deal until where it's when it's going to be beneficial in the long run so it's it's really kind of cool that things are happening that you're not planning on so that, that was that was neat for me we're in Las vegas so i think the word is solicited well i don't want to get thrown in jail so but yes there's a lot of that too so uh <laughs> That guy's wife is in here. It's his first time around this show. And how was your first day? How'd it go? Um, it was good, bad, and ugly. 
That's what it's supposed to be. Right? <laughs> it it was definitely Welcome to shot. <laughs> yeah. It was overwhelming for for sure. Um I, I mean, was doing really you've seen it now. If you went in there and were like, Oh, it was no big deal, then you really didn't even see nothing, right? You just sat down in the lobby or something. Like if it it has to be overwhelming to really know you've been there, right? When I say it's overwhelming, okay, so I'll start with the good stuff. Um I went through and I talked with four different companies, no big deal. And then I was still trying to find, locate one that I was looking for, for my husband. And I'm standing there and I've got my phone with the app open and I've got my little notepad and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing and where I'm going. And this random gentleman comes over and starts talking to me with, uh, with one of the companies with Cease. CMMG and turns out he's a marketing rep and I mean I know we talked for a good 45 minutes and it was really awesome we exchanged information and all and um, there's going to be some awesome stuff come from that I think so um, I had a hard time that was, that was without clover attached to your hip right this is that, you just doing your thing at Chacho by yourself that was me standing there looking lost and probably stupid because I had no idea where I was. And I couldn't find a booth that I was trying to find. Well, if you're near CMMG, I can tell you exactly where you were. You're in the third law enforcement room on the north side of the escalators. Well, and I couldn't find the really big room. And so later on, um, Clover took me down there and... Yeah, that's when it got really bad. I ended up, actually had like breakdowns. I actually broke down twice today. It was not pretty. So, and then I just kind of deal went, with all the aisles and stuff, or, or it was just, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I I hate to say it the way I feel like it happened, but it was just. I had something really awesome happen and then it was like, it wasn't really a big deal. And so it kind of like knocked me down a little bit. And then I went into this huge room and I'm just this little bitty person and I'm a nobody. And it, it was just, it was just overwhelming. It was just overwhelming for me. So when you go back, remember that there's 360 million people in the country and whole bunch of them are interested in doing stuff outside or just curious every once in a while and look things up online and they look to other human beings in the country to tell them stuff so you're one of the 2500 at this show so that makes you one out of 2500 out of 360 million mm -hmm. nobody that's something and since you have to get something to get you know to do a little bit of work get in the door uh, you've already got you've established yourself as one of the industry to be there so yeah i mean it can look overwhelming but just look at it as a whole bunch of stuff to, to devour and explore it's all it's all positive usually i've seen very little negative that's other than when you have to make a decision like do i want this great thing or this even greater thing that's sort of a negative hmm. but i mean i'm choosing to look at it that tomorrow is a brand new day and it's going to be awesome you're rocking it right now. You are rocking it right now. I'm just telling you. So, Angelina, you got rid of all your patches. You said you had a good day. Um, yeah, I, ha I had a uh, 
a super good day. And I think tomorrow's going to also be a super good day. Um, all my meetings went super good. And then I had a lot of meetings that just kind of happened. And they all went super good. And, um, yeah, I realized that, like, other people that are not just people that I know know about Alan Anchor, which is kind of crazy. <clears throat> so, yeah. The Magic of Shot Show. And, I mean, um, if Shot Show doesn't make you, like, have anxiety at least once or twice, like, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the only, but I will say this. Fucking G was man, cool as a cucumber the whole time. That's how you know he's a veteran. Everyone yeah, else is like, "Holy shit!" And he's just like, "Oh, here I am." Oh no! Walking through. Okay, I come back out the big room and I'm getting Jesse on the phone. And I get her on the phone and I'm like, "Okay, I need you to pep talk me." Okay, and she's like, "Okay, so what do you need?" And by the end, I've got tears rolling down my face. And I can't even tell her what I need. And finally, I end up, I find me this little corner because there are freaking people everywhere. And I don't want to look at because I seriously, because I have all this makeup on, right? And I seriously have tears like rolling down my face. And so I'm in, I end up in this little corner and I'm kind of like, I've got my knees pulled up to my chest. I've got my bag beside me and I'm over here on my phone and my, my finger in my other ear so that. And with my head down, you know, trying to make sure that nobody's making eye contact with me. I mean, it was just, it was a lot. I mean, to be honest, it sounds like first time at SHOT Show. Like, it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> like, you, you are not alone. I mean, I was like, between some meetings, I was like, holy fucking shit, there's so many people in here. This is crazy. So many things are happening. It's just like, I think it's normal. And especially like. Your first couple of times, it's terrifying. It's a lot of people, a lot of moving, a lot of talking, a lot of like energy all around you. And it's, yeah, you're not. And there's alone. really nothing you can do to prepare for it. You just have to push through and live through it, you know? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an experience. And I think that, I mean, anyone will tell you like shot show anxiety, it's real. It's like everyone has like a moment where you're just like, shit. So yeah, this don't is, feel bad. You're be good this, tomorrow. This is not typically something that is me, though. I mean, yeah, it was just. Like, it's the power. Well, how often do you go into the fifth largest convention that Las Vegas has, which has got to be one of the largest convention centers in the world, really, international level? This is the fifth largest one they have. I don't know if there's very many cities that can handle conventions bigger than Las Vegas. It's possible, but you know, cities that are big don't have the facilities for parking and getting people there always. So uh, we're basically you're jumping into one of the largest gatherings of human beings in this kind of venue in a trade show environment. So and they're telling you out there as well that you know there's lots of people that. Uh, wish they could be there so you're 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 doing you're in a spot where you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain so that's the other thing is you've got you know, there's there's very little consequence so you could also just enjoy yourself tomorrow and just walk around and not try to do so much but you see we're all talking about it stuff happens this is a, this is capitalism 
you know, big portion of this is our Second Amendment, but uh, it's in capitalism. So as you're walking around, Clover can tell you, just stand in there. People, you know, as long as you're not uh, unfriendly, people start conversations. There's enough pauses in the general walking around or waiting to talk to somebody else or something that there's conversations that happen. And, and since everyone there is somehow involved in the business, almost every conversation has the potential to be, uh, if not immediately productive, like at least useful, all the information you get. Let's talk about who we uh, met today. I had a fanboy moment today. It turned out being an amazing conversation. So I'm, I'm walking around the corner from Fioki and we were, I was talking to Buell and he goes, Hey, you know who that is? And I was like, no, was, that's Heidi Smith. I'm like, okay. He goes, that's Clint Smith's wife. I'm like, Oh really? He goes, yeah, Clint's right over there. And Clint's like one of my heroes. He's always, he's a Marine, but he's obviously it's Clint Smith. So I said, I'm going to go fanboy it up and, and uh, go get a picture with him. And that was my only fanboy moment. An hour and a half later, like I got invited to their house to come train at Thunder Ranch and stay at their house in their house with them. And Heidi's like, "We'll cook you dinner and all that." And I'm, it, that was like the surreal moment because I'm talking to a, a, a famous Marine Corps veteran who's obviously at the pinnacle of his profession, and he's talking to me as like a peer. And that was for me that was a surreal moment so that was probably the the best moment i had a lot of great moments i i haven't had a bad moment yet but i had a great moment today but that was as good as a moment as i'm gonna have because he's one of my heroes and not just to meet him but to sit there and talk to him for like literally over an hour was amazing and he's and he's batshit crazy by the way i'm sure you know that g but this dude's like outside his mind crazy sometimes yeah, in a good way, and that's oh, awesome. in a great way, in a great way. Yeah, I, mean, I saw your Instagram. I won't post. I was wondering. I wanted to hear the story behind that. That's cool. Anybody else meet anybody? Nobody else really met anybody. No. Um, <clears throat> I met Kim Bishop from Gun Freedom Radio, and that was awesome. There you go. Who's Kim Bishop? She uh, she does like PR marketing for him. Oh, okay. And. Uh, yeah, she was super awesome. Um, we had a lot of we had a good conversation about women and guns, and I'm going to this thing, Woman of the Gun, I think it's called. Um, so yeah, that was cool. I met. Wait, is, she, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? I don't know. Okay, well, Cheryl Todd's daughter is running a lot of their media stuff, and that's Cheryl. Todd's daughter, if it's the same person I'm thinking. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I didn't notice if she was pregnant or not. Okay, okay. I just I didn't know. That. I, I, her name started with a K, also. But I don't know if that was her or not because she was there for for a few minutes. But it might be Did Cheryl Todd's daughter. Dot hair thing. No, she was she was kind of older too, so I don't know if she was her daughter. Probably not her daughter. Her daughter's her daughter, and she had a polka dot hair thing, whatever you call it, that thing in your hair. There was no polka dots. Um, Met up with Austin and Gunstreamer. That was fun. Okay, Ashley so left to right. Ashley tackled me from behind, and she's tall, dude. She's like legit tall. <laughs> left to right, who met Gunstreamer, Angelina? I saw them. Clover? Uh, yeah. 
And Ghost just said, Armenthia, did you get to see him? I actually did. I actually kind of creeped, uh, who am I thinking? Um, Ashley out just a little bit because I was actually sitting in the press room and um, Kelly with Armed and Feminine, Armed and Feminine was sitting there and a few of her um, group were sitting around me and I saw Ashley but I couldn't get up because they were kind of having a little meeting around me. And so I messaged her and said, Hey, I see you. And she comes back and says, that's a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually met her in the press room before, before Chris and them did. Okay. But just her, just, just Ashley. No, no, it was actually all of them. They were all Uh, there. Okay. Yeah, we got to chat. Down the aisle and they, they saw me and grabbed me. So I would have totally walked past him because I was not looking at him. So uh, I'm glad I got to see him. So they're, uh, I guess, did they meet up? They saw Mike too, I think, from the pictures. And they haven't met Sarge, I guess. We don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I was texting with Sarge a little bit, but I never saw him except for early in the morning. Like we were, hey, what's up, bro? You know, and we were both, we were all kind of like walking in separate directions. But I, I don't know. If I'm, sh- I don't know. I don't know if you met Sarge or not. They're really cool, really, really cool people. Uh, did you get a gun sh- stream or patch? I'm yeah, rocking yeah. it on the bag right now. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, dang it, I just was going to ask something else. Um. Does, did uh, is anybody need anything? Did anything come up that we're, we're lacking, forgot something, missing anything? Nope. Not for me anyway. No, today was pretty amazing all the way around. I didn't have anything negative happen today, so I was very, very pleased. Probably my best day. Like I said, I'm only a year and one day into shot, but this was very easily my best experience at shot ever. Well, I don't know about that. I would call media day shot, and I would call. I don't know about that. Been very fucking. And then I would call activities leading up to shot show shot. So, I mean, obviously going to shot is a separate thing. No, I'm talking about the actual day at shot. Yeah, yeah, the actual day at shot. Yeah. Well, no, I hear you, but I'm just saying, doing all the stuff like being in the travel, for example. You know, just traveling and getting used to working out of a suitcase versus, you know, the back of your trunk of your car at a range or something, you know, or in your own house, you know, so there's just a, you get comfortable with all these different levels and everything and the, the room itself. Yeah, you have to go to shot to get into that room. I'm just saying like running your cameras and all of that stuff. You're a veteran of like the shot show part, you're six days in or whatever, five days in, but you're a year later worth of all the. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, so yeah, you're you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you kind of you can start to, you know, you know, when you're new to all of it, it's overwhelming, right? Potentially, and then as you start to you know knock things off your list of things that you have to concentrate on, you get to concentrate more and more on that thing. But shot is different. So let's talk about how different it is this year and last year. I think it's less crowded this year, or I mean, I think it was less crowded last year. I think it's just a like if it was fifty percent crowded last year, it was like sixty percent crowded this year, maybe seventy-five, seventy. What do you think? I didn't go last year. Um, 
don't know. It, it may be hard to tell on the first day, but it seems like it. It seems to me. Oh, I'm going for the first day. Sorry, yeah, I'm just because first yeah, day is average. The first day. It seems to me like it petered out quicker than it did last year. Like, uh, I will like say that. Left or whatever. Yeah, it seems like everybody left a little bit earlier than they than they did last year. This wasn't near as much going on at say after say four o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good sign because that means people didn't show up for just the one day, so they got to cram it in. They're there for a week, so they're pacing it. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a good sign, but I don't know. It could be, yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Ghost? Anyway, Joe. So I'm sorry if I was answering a question in the chat. Sorry, I was typing. Um, for me, I, I, I kind of made the point like this morning, it seemed busier than Tuesday of last year. But I'll agree that kind of maybe in the afternoon, it maybe kind of winded down a little bit. But this morning, for me, it seemed busier than last year on Tuesday. But I was also last Tuesday, last year on Tuesday. I was like Armentia. I was overwhelmed. So, you know, but it did seem like a little more crowded, but it did seem more energetic. The energy was really, really good today. Uh, not not just down the dungeon, but even on the main floor. I mean, everywhere I went, energy was good. It seemed really, I mean, I was really happy to see that. That's good to hear. Um, and I've seen a lot of, I've seen several, several of the booths I went to and stuff. I've seen like big big wheels working with other talking to other big wheels right um which was which was interesting and i and i've seen that a few times they were like uh oh man you know our owner is talking to the owners of so-and-so you know over there and i mean i don't know what they were working out or talking about or necessarily going through well one conversation i was privy to which was kind of cool actually included in uh, but some of the a couple of the other ones I, I wasn't so who knows what they were talking about but that was interesting to see always cool to see glimpses of that kind of stuff and that gives you the kind of pulse I guess you know that helps you get the pulse of what's going on when people are in, energetic and then you can also get those kind of I don't know what to call them behind the scenes I guess but like over shoulder kind of conversations just sometimes when you're in an environment like that and if it's a lot more apprehensive like well let's wait and see about you know let's wait and see how many we sell this week or you know that gives you another like a feeling for the industry and that's the kind of stuff that people overlook sorry I'm trying to use this electric cigarette and it's killing me <laughs> um kind of stuff people overlook um when they blow off the show oh blah 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 you know it's not whatever they expect it to be well there's 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 those I don't know what to call it like the subtle stuff you know just walking along and uh, we'll talk next about how much of the show we covered but you know you walk along and you see the people that are there if it's you know like all cops and people that are getting paid by Uncle Sam to be there you know that's a different year coming up than when it's all gunshot owners and you know and there's a ton of press you know it's a different kind of thing than when there's just a trickle of them so anyway um how much of the that i noticed today oh, i'm sorry go ahead go. i'm sorry go ahead, go ahead. Uh, i was i'll tell you one thing i noticed today and clover and i were talking about a little bit and i don't i don't know if it was just because i'm noticing more this year than last year but to me, there were a lot more people like in suits than there were last year in the booths. And I don't know if that's just the way it is this year, but yep. I, you know, that's just something that I did notice. And Clover and I were talking about that. Uh, there's a lot of more suits walking around. 
Yeah, I agree, and that may and that may speak a little bit to what I said earlier about uh, you how you had like the big wigs of companies talking with, and I and I was talking talking about down in the dungeon. Some of the second floor big wigs, big wheels were talking with some of the owners and the you know some of the companies in the dungeon, which was which was neat, and that may be part of that dynamic is there's more executives or you know more suits at the show for some reason. So, how much of the show did you guys see, Angelina? Um, probably. You know that lower, like the one thousands area, the new products or whatever. Probably like most of that, and then uh, yeah, I guess most of that. Uh, Clover. Um, I, you know, good God, there's so much that I'm going to say percentage wise of the whole thing, 15%, maybe at the very, very, very most. Uh, I hit you up the walking aisles. You were going from place. No, to no, place. I was, I was, well, I devoted, uh, first thing I did this morning, I wanted to go was go up to supplier showcase, which I'm glad I did because, uh, there were several cool things that I run into up there and cool. We'll about that room specifically here in a bit. Right. So uh, I did hit that up, and I covered walks most of that fairly briskly, and things that caught my eye and stuff. You know, like I said, that there was things that yielded uh, some potential. Uh, and then I come down, and I had stuff on the list for law enforcement. Well, for those that don't know, that's split like into like three different sections across two floors or something, which screwed me up big time. So I didn't get to finish my objectives with that, but I got about half of that done. But I've seen at least walk through um, probably the majority of that uh, of the law enforcement stuff, and then um, and then I had to hit the dungeon for some stuff, and I covered maybe four or five aisles there. I had some stuff kind of mapped out to where the the people I were going to speak with, um, I kind of had them mapped out to where it was right there within four or five aisles. So. Uh, not a lot of the show, but I mean, still plenty of days left. Oh yeah, exactly. Ghost, how much do you think you've seen? Or I guess I should have asked. Uh, were you walking aisles? Because no, I wasn't walking aisles. I um, we had, I had some. Uh, I had to go stop by and see some people that I already have kind of working relationships with, and kind of just check in and say hey and all that. And then with all the kind of the ad lib stuff that happened. Honestly, I mean, if, if I, I mean, honestly, I'd say less than 10%. I mean, I just, I didn't, I, I had five or six, like 45 minute conversations with different people, which is great. I love that because usually you don't get that at SHOT Show, at least my experience, because usually you're three or four or five minutes and they're moving on to the next one. So being able to have 30, 45 hour long conversations with different people was awesome. But I also was not going like I did last year on Tuesday and trying to see as much as I could. That's going to be more tomorrow. I've got all my appointments set tomorrow, so I'll see a lot more tomorrow, but I'd say less than 10% today. And that'll happen when you're like saying doing destinations. Ramethia, how much you think you, is there any, any way to know how much you saw? Walked around. Clover just sends you out on tasks all day. Yeah, I think she fell asleep. He's ch uh, chatting at me. <laughs> uh, um, she covered, I know she covered 
what that's the smaller room on the second floor uh covered that pretty well and then she the also tactical did some, room thing or whatever it's called yeah and then she did yeah. some supplier showcase and then a little bit in the law enforcement i think so not a whole lot i'd say maybe 10 percent or something maybe you know, I wanted to uh, see what the show was like, and man, I wanted to see what the crowd was like. Um, I don't go every year right away at the front, like right away on the first day. You know, specifically, I don't sometimes. So we go eat brunch or, or buffet or something on the first day because sometimes it can be so crowded that it's not worth elbowing people through or whatever. But I did want to see what that was like today or this week, this year. So I walked around the supplier showcase first, like you said. Uh, we'll talk about that and then uh, after that I went down and did there's like you say it's tough to get your head around the, the law enforcement rooms it's like you described it well it's three sections on two floors so yeah they're three equal parts but two of the sections of those three are divided into three rooms so it's in effect seven rooms one of them is huge three of them are all tiny but they make up the law enforcement and uh, military section and it's a lot of the neat stuff it's really cool stuff and it's a lot of the boring stuff that you know snaps and things that are just not you know boring for some people but anyway it's uh i walked through those rooms and then uh walked to the perimeter of the main room the big floor to just because it's a tough room there the aisles don't all go end to end so i find that walking the perimeter and then walking the rows is the only way to really hit it all. Uh, then I went out and checked on the pup. She was doing fine. And then I went back in and hit the aisles of the main floor. So I hit the whole main floor and then went up and did the showcase again. I wanted to see the showcase since I'd seen it at the beginning of today. I wanted to see again at the end of today and see, you know, they had a lot of people out in the aisles, in the big crowded aisles, yelling about the showcase, like people that work there, like were instructed to try to get people upstairs. So they'd like shout out stuff like it's only today only you know, run upstairs and look at it and stuff. So I was curious to see if that worked. And then uh, um, when we left. So uh, I don't know, like I say, I saw quite a few uh, people and uh, interesting, interesting. I think there was, like you say, a lot of buyers there. It seemed like a lot of business, uh, but a lot of film. I saw a lot of uh stuff being a lot of press there in all scales which was kind of neat i actually took some pictures of some of the different scale you know you got the giant crews that would literally block off a booth for a little while already right away on monday or tuesday i guess you know the first day they're already blocking off booths and, and making videos and stuff uh, high production videos and then uh down to just people standing around with cameras and and a couple of things in between. This one uh, girl had something like a, like a monopod, but at the very bottom of the monopod, it split into a tripod. So imagine like a little tiny tripod thing at the bottom, like almost like just like a base of a microphone stand. And then it comes up and then holds her camera. So she basically could just stand there, use it as a monopod, but then let go of it and take a step back. It's kind of the weirdest looking tripod, but uh, you know, the, the form factor allowed it to it almost probably was about the size of one of your guys' stabilizers. Imagine when it was all compacted. Yeah, that's, so what, that's, that's, what, yeah those are pretty neat little setup. What's the coolest thing you saw there, G, if you could pick one thing? Alan Gottlieb. There you Got go. 
him in the media room for a little bit and chat with him. And I forgot to ask him when the freaking gun rights policy conference is, so I'll have to ask him that next. Uh, but people, I saw a bunch of cool people, so um, I didn't look at anything stuff-wise, um, did I? No, not really. I didn't look at anything. I mean, I looked at dumb stuff upstairs in the supplier room, which nobody cares about, you know, Kevlar chunks and pieces of fiberglass or whatever, but uh, just a curiosity, really, and talked to a guy about plastics and how they get the different characteristics of the plastics, but um, just curiosity, nothing that was interesting to anybody. And uh, downstairs, no, I would have looked at that little revolver i think but i was like i say i was trying to get an idea of the show and then um i was looking for people who uh are trying to get together and um you know get them on your shows for example and get other people on the idea of every second matters or something so they start chatting cheryl was cheryl. rocking every she was rocking every second matters patch today yeah, she really, really, really wants to say, like, every second matters is what I do. Like, um, here's my thing. I'm every second matters. That's me. So I'm, like, trying hard to, like, little tiny soundbites <laughs> tell her that. So, Are, that revolver you were talking about, is that the one that Pink put a picture, like, the uh, little four-shot twenty-two mag uh, revolver thing? Yeah, yeah, where it shoots that two at a time. That was awesome. Pink yeah, that was awesome. Did you see it? I didn't see it, but I ran into Pink, and we were kind of taking a break a little bit, and he was showing me the pictures of it. And it's it's kind of interesting. You know, I have two fingers on there, you know, for the trigger, and that's 22 mag. It's like four shots. Like, that's that's pretty awesome. He said it was pretty cool. He said it was, like, smaller than an LCR, too. That's what's really interesting. Eight shots, only four trigger pulls. Right, right, right. But, I mean, you get two at a time. Right. Yeah, so you yeah. get you pull that trigger twice, and you're getting four shots. I liked it. It was uh, it, it was cool. I, I would I would definitely like to get my hands on one. So uh, the one I know the ones they had out there, uh, I talked to them. The ones they had out there were prototype, um, and he was talking about a couple of the changes. Told me about a couple of the changes that were potentially going to happen with them. One being the coating, you know, basically the paint they were using. Uh, and then there was something to do with the front, like where the uh, where the crane and all was in the cylinder. I think he said there was a redesign probably going to happen there. Um, and just yeah, just a couple of little other things. Interesting conversation we had. You know, it's got that half trigger guard on it, right? It's got that weird trigger guard piece that comes down in the front, and then there's no bottom to the trigger guard. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, it's a wonder the ATF didn't throw a fit over that because you know how weird they get sometimes about things and call that a, like a, a vertical forward grip, you know, <laughs> and instead of a half a trigger guard. And he's like, you know, I never thought about that, but that's, that, that's possible with how stupid they can be sometimes. All right, so am I muted? Okay, so um, we're trying to read the chat. It's weird, but I don't know. I don't know how people do this. So um, Alex has been asking some questions inside of how does one get approved to attend. So you'd be in the industry. So uh, it's an industry show. It's, uh, you can, uh, so if you're running a gun shop or something like that, or manufacturing guns, then you can join NSSF, and then you can attend the show. I forget what it costs, because I don't do it that way. And then uh, you could be a wholesaler or a distributor, people that move products around 
and wholesale and distribute them. Uh, those people are invited. You can be the creator of uh, supplier of uh, materials uh, for the industry. Uh, they get invited, uh, instructors, trainers, range people, uh, sometimes uh, various levels of gun clubs will send representatives, Second Amendment rights groups, organizations, gun owners rights groups, organizations will attend. Uh, Second Amendment Foundation, Alan said that they didn't do their normal table this year. I don't know if you guys noticed their table wasn't there. Uh, cost them 8,000 bucks a year for that table. They said they're saving the money and they're downstairs in the basement with all the other nonprofits. Um, so uh, you, you've got you know, various aspects of the industry that attend the show, I guess you could say as exhibitors or buyers or, I don't know, there's a couple other names that they give people that are there that are not press. Then they invite 2,500 press in and those press can be from traditional print media or you know, old-fashioned broadcast or new media. And more and more you know, people are doing the new media route and you can uh, be part of the media or be part of the industry. So by creating a channel or some sort of content uh, and I don't know what their even threshold is, they might publish it or they might not, but uh, we start talking about that stuff usually what around I know August or October when they start to send out the invites. So that's oh, yeah. the time of year when I have to have all your stuff in order and then apply to, to attend. And uh, any regular person can attend. It's only regular people. It's 60,000 regular people who happen to have jobs that have something to do with firearms. Uh, same way as if this was a shoe convention. In order to attend, you'd have to have something to do with shoes. Otherwise, they just wouldn't want people in there because it's an industry thing. They're talking about retail prices and wholesale prices, and they're, uh, I don't know, it's probably the only real reason they don't want people in there, right? It's because they were talking about wholesale prices most of the time. And I don't know, people get upset when they realize that the thing they're buying, you know, at one point costs like five bucks, but then it costs 10 bucks, and then it costs 30 bucks, and they're buying it for 50. But that's how it works, when, unless you can make the stuff yourself. But anyway, I don't really think there's any secrets in there. It's just that it's a trade show, an industry show. And uh, it gets the, I think there's people out there that want to make it seem like there's some sort of huge barrier to entry. There's not. And uh, again, all you have to do is be in the industry. So there's lots and lots of ways to be in the firearms industry and everyone wins. You create a product or, or something that's in the end, you know, brings you into the industry. You go to SHOT Show and you show it to people and they buy it. You make money, you employ people. Somebody enjoys your product. Second Amendment prospers. So, uh, I don't think I've seen any kind of, I mean, at SHOT Show, there's no like air, like aura of like secrecy or anything, right? I mean, it's just happens to be that you have to be in the industry to get in there, but I don't think there's anything like, aha, here you go. Welcome to the club. You're here and they are not, nothing like that going on. It's just not like a gun show, right? I think yeah, I think that's exactly it. it's not it's not a gun show, you know. It's yeah, I think that sums it up right there. It's not a gun show, but it's not a secretive society or anything. And the thing is, it's definitely not secretive because they're more and more inviting more and more press to it. Now, I guess we don't have the number from this year. We can talk about that. I don't know if people are interested, but we're certainly concerned and bitching and moaning about the press, the passes. Number one, they do have chips in them, so I'm bitching and moaning because I don't like the idea that there's chips in those 
things and they're not using them. They're still making me stop everywhere and scan me with a stupid optical laser scanner. So, yeah, I think I, I think I had two companies all day today ask to scan my badge. I'm still using business cards. That's still doing the old way. I literally think two of them did, and it was just more because he ran out of business cards, and he said, it'll just be easier for me to scan it. That's all I did, but I mean, it was like, no one's using it. I'm talking, it. About, I'm talking well, about a couple of in and out of the media room or when you go in and out of oh, the big yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. No, the right. idea was that they would track you, and they wouldn't need to waste your time scanning you, I thought. But it's not. It, they're still scanning you. It's just right. probably watching us through some sort of subtle little intense all around the place. Not is the, it here a question? Because they've added they they you got supplier showcase, which I heard from the guys in supplier showcase. They're going to extend that to an entire week next year, which might be interesting. Um, but then they've got pop up review, which will happen tomorrow. And they've got next, and then they've got the the you know bottom floor and the main floor, and they've got um, you know you know they've got all these different sections, right? So is it is it possible that they're tracking to sort of see what's being covered, which sections and which floors maybe are being covered the most, or the most media are there, or something along that lines? They had those signs up saying they were using whatever it's called that technology whatever you know the technology is called so i wonder if they had like sensors placed or something yeah i think me and clover and g were talking about that maybe last night that you know there's no telling how many sensors they have surrounded by to see how long you're staying at one place when you when you don't pass one for 20 minutes means you stop somewhere and they've got to be doing something like that and there's no reason to do this if they're not using the analytics you know yeah, it seems like a cost if it's just like a decoration on your badge. It seems like a useless cost. Yeah, and they train those people to put them on there. There's something going on. But as far as all that, or putting all that aside, I guess, uh, it went pretty flawlessly. I didn't hear anybody complaining about badges. They had that big corral set up to give people badges, and I never saw anybody even in line. Did you guys see anybody in line yesterday at the range? No. I didn't see anybody at the range in line. And when we went to the media room, we walked right up and we're done in two minutes. Yeah. So it seems like that's how they, how they're going to do it from now on then. Cause it did seem pretty subtle or pretty, seemed pretty efficient, I guess. Damn it. I like it in my bedroom now, but it'll also. <laughs> be- I got mine at my hotel and there was like two people in line for it, but it was super quick. But I think that means that nobody's going to be able to get a badge and not show up and continue to get a badge. So, like, Bob will never get a badge again, probably. And Smeggy. Yeah, I never, thought about, I never thought about it, but that is true. Yeah, because for years, people have been camping on badges. They don't cost nothing, and we just get them every year. So. Right. You know, people are going, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. And showed up for right. six years. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, plays into, that plays into a lot of the, you know, what we've talked about, about the, you know, the channels that say, oh, I'm not going to shot show, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, if that's the case, and, you know, they're. Oh, you can't talk bad about YouTube on YouTube, Clover. I don't know what you're thinking. They don't like that. Crazy that it was Clover and Ghost, but Armentia didn't get kicked. She didn't say anything bad. Mm -hmm. 
That's what we were saying. It's weird that you got kicked, but Armenthia didn't. Yeah. She didn't say she didn't speak out against the regime. Yeah, she's asleep. So. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, about the about the ones that are you know want to complain about shot show and not go. You know, if that's the case, and you know they are able to read those and tell who's actually there or not now. And, you know, is that going to hold weight? Is that going to come back to bottom in the butt if they continue to do that? Well, I can see there's probably just many people watching us right now is what didn't show up this year. Or we, there's more people wanting to show up, wanting to experience shot and go. And then, and then the people that didn't show up. So they could easily. Oh, there's definitely more. Yeah, there's definitely more people. Uh, that would love to like to go, you know, than than what's you know whatever boycotting or what you're going to call it about going, you know, you know just being a butthole about not going. So uh, George is saying you have to have 500 videos and do live chats. Each video must yeah. be seen five million just to get a foot and door shot. That couldn't be further from the truth. I don't know if you're kidding or whatever. Have you ever watched my shows before? You don't need anywhere near any of that. You have to be actively part of the industry. I mean, yeah. if you're in the media, you have to be participating in media. There's not a criteria of this massive level. They understand that reach, what reach is, and that, and what people's potential are, and people that are right. Uh, and we talk there. about this. Not only do we talk about this, like you say, in you know August or so, starting in maybe August, but you know we we talk about it off and on all year long because. You know, somebody could, you know, turn on a camera now and then with some of the little tips and tricks and tweaks and stuff that we know about, we know things, certain things that they're looking for and they like to see within your content. Uh, you're just that much more ahead of the game, you know, come next October or this October rather uh, and or November when it's time to when it's time to register. But, yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know, look at Mike, for example, and Michael. Uh, you know, he got in with, I don't know how many subs, but not well, many. When he got in, he was under 300 when he got in, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think G hit it right on the money. He says, you know, I, th I think as long as you're active and you're doing content that doesn't have to be, you know, altogether like serious and all that but if, if you're trying to promote the firearms industry in a positive light somehow some way i think that's what they're looking for i mean they just want you to know that you're active in the community and you're going to be willing to come out here and cover shot show think, in a respectful way yeah right i don't know i mean I, I tend to fall back and think that you know there's a few things that that they may they may look for but somebody new uh, and especially if your sub count is maybe kind of low or something like that, um, you know, they do believe they're going to look at some things. And if you're, you know, if you're a Second Amendment related channel, then you know that's totally different than you're an all hands on deck, whatever topic, political channel. And then you know, I think that potentially, if all you do is four, five, six hour live streams or something like lobby chats or something, right, eight hour, whatever lobby chats you know i don't know i mean i see that potentially maybe being an issue at some point even though you may be talking guns for the majority of that um 
you know, I think it's a combination of, of having some produced stuff and then, you know, the lives, of course, help too. But you got to realize you've got bloggers and traditional yeah, writers. And, I think they ask an author, how many books have you sold? Nah, they just ask how many books have you published. So right. they're not there to decide whether or not you you reach a hurdle. In fact, they're efforting, like we started this whole conversation, they're efforting to remove the strap, the strap, whatever, the extra crap that they've got from years past so that they can make room for people like yourself. So right. um, if you want to be discouraged, then think all kinds of excuses why you can't go. But if you want to go, grab a camera, grab a book, grab a pen, grab your phone, or grab uh, the ear of your local gun shop, gun range, I don't know, manufacturer, and ask them how you can be involved and then go. Be part of the 60,000 people that are there. Yeah. Plus, you, can, oh, no, it's can, you can make it happen without a doubt. You know, yeah. And we, we, we've talked about this. You know, it's all about want to. I mean, if you want to do something, then you'll figure out a way to make it happen. And the, for people out there that say, well, I just, uh, you know, whatever, like Gary, you know, Gary wants to be there. And I, and I have no doubt that Gary will be there with us next year. Um, but there are people out there that say they want to, but may not really, really want to. If you want to, you'll make it happen. And I think they want to see a little bit of effort to show them that, hey, I want to be there. I want to be part of this industry. And I think if they see that, they're going to say, they're going to reward you, say, you want to be part of the industry? Well, we want you part of the industry. So, you know, they'll, they'll do things, but you've got to show that you want it too. Yeah, with 60,000 people, though, I mean, it's not like it's that personal. If you're, you know, you can fill in the blank. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I was, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, but you got to show some effort on your, if you're a media, you got to show some effort that you actually want to do it and they'll reward you. It's, it's not a rocket science here, you know. Um, and then I guess if you're just talking, if you just want to experience the show, go with a gun shop and experience the show and tell everybody about how great it is. But if you're going the route with media, then I kind of touched on it before, you know, the other thing you do as just creating your channel is going to help you at SHOT Show because then you're just going to be that much more comfortable with your stuff and what you do and your audience and the content and stuff that you're interested in. So, uh, it just, it, it, I think media happens to be a really neat way if you've got the ability, the interest, and the time to do it. Because uh, going as a gun shop or something is just sort of unorganized and there's nothing, you know, there's no result of it. When you go as media, you get to actually kind of plan the thing and, and do it, you know, with a purpose. And then there's something that's result, you know, there's an end result when you're all done. You know, could, could go be going, you know, with like, we were talking about as a shooting club. You can go with a shooting club or a uh, training company or something, or I don't know, I'm trying to think other services that might be in the firearms industry, you know, some service where you're not necessarily bringing a widget with you. You're not selling widgets. You're just, you know, trying to get people to know or about or whatever, use your service. So uh, people like that, that want to go, if they don't bring a camera, then they got stories. That's it. So with, with being media, you know, you have the opportunity to create, you know, leave something behind or to share something. So like Pink, you know, he's going and taking pictures the whole time. You know, somebody who goes with a gun shop and, you know, may or may not get kicked out for taking pictures the whole time. These these, these days, they don't really care. But uh, let's say Pink was, was, you know, somebody like Pink was going with a gun shop or some other entity that wasn't media. And they just took all those pictures and we'd be at home on a computer somewhere and they'd be able to look at them, maybe share them with their friends. 
but Pink's getting it to a whole nother level, being able to share with people on gun channels, taking it to the next level where he asks people who are interested, uh, you know, what do you want to see? And he goes and tracks it down and finds it for you. So, you know, he's having some fun with shot and, you know, that doesn't require Pink has a huge this or that, or that he uh, has a big inventory or whatever. He's in the industry. He gets in. So it can happen. Uh, yeah, we were sitting there talking, and he got this. We talk about this in August, so let's keep moving. That was just a question. Um, and the and if I cut you off, there, if you want to finish something, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, we were I was sitting there with Pink, and he had gotten a, a message that someone had requested something. He's like, and he got his face kind of lit up. He's like, all right, well, I'm off to find this gun or whatever, you know. And he was like, let's do this. So he actually he's he's waiting for people out there. So if you're out there, you know go request something from pink because he's really he enjoys when he gets a request because it for him i think half of the fun is trying to track it down so he's out there doing his thing you know well it is this guy he goes in the midnight's chat but not in my chat hello gentlemen just jumped in hey, ladies. Sarge. you're just getting back to your hotel or we, we we uh we've been downloading video we ran to in and out burger and we've been i've been because like i said i'm out here with downrange daily helping them and we're just trying to put everything together tonight oh right on because so, I, I they like to run through just real quick in the video and i i like to, to edit it just a little bit more so it's taking me a little bit but we're getting it done right on. so uh, thanks for jumping in we've just been chatting oh, yeah. about, uh, i don't know if you've been listening i've been in and out Okay, so um, what? How much of the show did you cover? I, I I just turned it on just a little bit ago. I'm trying, like I said, I was trying to get that video edited, so I probably wasn't paying attention a whole lot just yet. But now I'm taking a break. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, sorry. I mean, how much a shot show? How much of the, the oh, floor did you get oh to cover? Oh my gosh! Uh, of course, I got through the third floor, which wasn't that hard. I got. What do you mean? Third I, floor? Do you, mean the you mean the I, did, I went up there showcase? for a little bit. I went up to the fifth floor for a little bit, but oh, you then, mean the next booths on the third floor in front of the room? Those I'm little stand-up booths? Is that what you yeah. mean by third floor? Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went all through the hallway, looked at all of them. I found one, one neat uh, hand guard bipod combo. I thought that was cool on the third floor, and then I got like. I don't even know if I got up halfway through the second floor. I got lost in the middle of that place for a while. I haven't gotten down <laughs> to the first floor yet. Yep. I haven't even touched the first floor. I'm going to start there tomorrow. Right on. So you said you did go to the supplier showcase on the 5th. I went up there for a little bit, yes. Okay. And then uh, did everybody get up there then? I, I never did make it up there. I tried so many times, but no, I never did. I'm a little upset at myself the no i didn't i didn't get to the fifth floor i had 15 minutes i'm going to show you a private picture ghost and you're going to be so upset that you didn't go up there i probably will be (laughs) all right all right but uh you said just be up there for 15 minutes angela yeah because i i went up there between meetings because um i think pink told me um our marker told me about something going on up there so i went up there to check it out and then I had to get out of there and head to a meeting. And I hoped to make it back up, but then I didn't make it back up. Yeah. I walked through about half of the supplier showcase. 
and then I, I figured I'd better get going. So I went back down to the second floor. So it was player showcase. Let's talk about that for a bit. So it started this its third year. So it started last year, three years ago. It was just on a Monday, and they crammed all of those people who used to just be in all a shot show. So they would, they would just take all that, those booths and just throw them out into shot, or they weren't there at all. But all that kind of stuff was just thrown out into shot, and it made it really difficult to find them and to keep track of everything because they were kind of interspersed everywhere. Um, so then, what, three years ago, two years ago, they made it one day and it was on Monday, which is the same day as the shoot. So no one even went to it. Basically media at least had to decide one or the other and who's going to go to a look at metal and nylon web gear or, you know, not even gear. It's just the nylon webbing and like buckles and stuff. Who wants to go look at that when you can go shoot guns? So you didn't get much attention last year. They did it Monday and Tuesday. So we only had the one day to go look at it. And it was, I, it was not quite half as small, so it was you know, maybe half again as big this year than last year. And uh, then this year, it is what it is. It's one, well, two days again. It was yesterday and today. It'll be gone now. And then uh, they told me next year, it is all month, all week, but it's at some other hotel. So you have yeah, to go, I heard about that. go to it. I and, heard about that. They're like moving like. Two different, uh, yeah. That is that. Is that They're going to what is that? It's and it's not just the supplier showcase now. It's the supplier showcase and medical and culinary or something like medical and something else. They just threw something else in there, so it's like supplies. It's going to be like an entirely different trade show. Really, it's just going to be suppliers for firearms, medical, and I forgot what the other industry was, but. So our badges will still get into that, though, won't it? Uh, I mean, I was just talking to a person. Actually, two people there told me that. I didn't know where. They were just like, I don't think they were real happy about it. Like, two different no. people brought it up. You know what I mean? So yeah, One one guy brought in. it up to me, and I was like, wow. Okay, he's he's not happy at all. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't know what they're thinking. I thought it was the greatest thing in the, to have it up there. but uh, And then this whole thing about tomorrow being one day. So let's say that you're there to cover the show and, you know, it doesn't take an entire day to go up to that supplier showcase, but it certainly took hours. So, you know, I walked eight hours, eight miles today. I took a little bit to Instagram and check out the puppy, but if I would have kept walking, I might've got 10 miles in today. Um, that would have been tough. If you were here for two days, you wouldn't have, I didn't stop and talk to anybody. You know, that's just walking. So, uh, I mean, I did stop and talk to people, but that's not like stopping at booths and having any kind of interactions or anything. Even seeing any product would have taken me, you know, at least, what, half that, you know, maybe. So uh, that's really making decisions for people if they're going to be able to see that stuff. So I don't know. I, I mean, I like the idea of it, but it's going to be interesting to see what people think after, well, I don't know how long they do this for, but at least after the show to see what people say of what they thought of it. So the, the people that you talked to that were part of that up there, are they were they upset because they're worried about people not going to the second venue and they would just be left out almost or what? I, I can I tell you what the one guy said I didn't to me. Want to rub salt in the room, so I walked away when they started yelling at me about that. But <laughs> I but I don't even know. I mean, seriously, I mean, look how many people are in that room. I bet you they all have different ideas. Cause like, you know, we, I walk up there and maybe I've been asking them, you know, X, Y, Z, like, oh, okay. One of the guys had threat and I'm like, 
oh, you know what, I'd buy a thread. And this is very compliant thread, I mean, made, made in North Carolina or wherever. So, you know, right, it's correct color for multicam or for whatever camo and made in North Carolina. So you got me sold, right? So I'm not buying a lot of thread, but at least I came up from SHOT Show and I know about them now. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's off site. That's one. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, on the other hand, if it's off site and now people can show up and they're not afraid of guns, but who the hell is going to go to supply a SHOT Show that's afraid of guns? Like, oh, I supply the firearms industry, but I'd hate to go to SHOT Show because I hate guns so much. <laughs> that guy that, that I wish I could remember who it was, the guy that brought it up to me, he said, you know, that they shot must feel that they've outgrown that room already when they haven't quite filled it up yet. He said, who was going to accidentally wander into a supplier showcase when it's a mile, a couple miles away at the MGM? He said, it's going to cut down our traffic terribly. Oh, yeah. He wasn't happy. I mean, he wasn't, like, bouncing off the walls mad, but you could tell he was not happy at all. So, every uh, he asked Armenthia earlier when she, before she fell asleep, but how was your first experience day at SHOT Show? What do you think, Sarge? Well, when I was supposed to meet the guys up at the press room to leave... And of course I was late because I got, I got held up at, at Beretta. They were that kind of, it took me a minute to get a hold of the person I wanted to get a hold of. Wait a minute. You were in shot show and you got held up. You got mugged. Oh, at the Beretta. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we can't carry. Well, yeah, it's because there's firearms are prohibited. Uh, and he called me. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, I have no idea where I'm at. I said, I'm in the middle of the second floor somewhere. I'm like I can't even see a wall. It's, where I was at in the middle of it. I'm just going to walk to the edge, find a wall, and then I'll, I'll go out and exit and find my way back up. But it was very, very impressive. When you, when you, what I liked was actually speaking to people at the company, speaking to them, even if you're not talking to the, to the owner or you're talking to some of the top guys and actually getting to talk to them about some of the products I like and some of the products they sell and, and the other aspect was, I can't imagine how much money some of these larger companies spend on this week. Did you, did Mil- you look at the millions, millions? How much did it cost just for the display that Daniel Defense had? Just the display, not trucking it there, not manning it, not assembling it. It just—it's mind-boggling. When you think about it, all the how much money was spent by all those companies? It's unbelievable. Uh, now they don't do it just for shop. They'll have those displays for years, and they'll use them at NRA and at other conventions. They well, have shops I mean, in different regions. That's true, but I'm sure they update them and and, and try to bring the the best and the newest there. You're right, but it probably was like you say, like twenty five grand just to even build the thing. Oh gosh, I don't think you could do it for that. Then you gotta. Well, I guess Daniel I'm averaging like some of the some of them are like buildings, right? Some of oh, them gosh. are like you know two floor things that they set up, and then others are you know just really elaborate signage, I guess you know for like the booth yeah. size. And like and like Berettas, I mean they had carpet laid down. I mean extra carpet. They had displays. I mean I don't know how many booths if they sold them off like. You know, a booth is, we'll just say it's 20 by 20. 
I mean, I don't know how many of those spaces they had. They probably had 10 of those type spaces if they had to buy them all up. It was the, the amount of effort and money that these companies spend was that was very impressive as well. And that's a limit. That's a great, interesting aspect of it. And I think it gets overlooked when we just see it. Right. But the thing is, they spend all that time and effort to attract the human beings that walk up, you know, who are in that room or whatever, something I guess they, they, they hope to make exactly. it. Exactly. But when you take a picture, you know, that's, that's multiplying their reach, right? So mm -hmm. they've got six or eight media people in there who take a picture, then they spend all that money for six or eight pictures, right? And they've got 600 media people walking through there. They spend all that money, you know, and now it, divided by 600 pictures that are out there. They might not all have the same reach, but honestly, even if it's a big, giant, fancy writer, it doesn't mean everybody's going to read that article. Yeah, but... So that's that's where, you know, that hopefully we're helping them, I guess what I'm getting at, hopefully we're helping them to get as much out of that effort, that, that cost, you know, as much return on that investment as possible. You you can tell that, that, that we are helping them and they realize that. Like when I went to Beretta, the one, the first guy asked, he, he didn't want to go on camera, but he said, she'll tell you whether, you know, who she wants to put on there. And I, and I got a hold of the lady that was in charge. And it doesn't matter, um, you know, a little guy, a big guy, it doesn't matter. She went and found somebody and had them come over and do, put out, talk about the new products. I mean, they, well, in the, in the experiences I had with the, with the booths I went to, most of them cared. I went to one, I'm not going to name, where they were more interested in talking to themselves and me standing there waiting. But that's okay. The overall of the majority, day or end of the day? The overall majority did care. <laughs> so. And nobody says, how many, what do you got? Like, you know, how many, whatever, no. thumbs or how many views no. or how many subs. They didn't ask that. They asked, like, what you did or, you know, like, like you know, if you had a YouTube channel or, or if you blogged or whatever you did, they did ask that. But they didn't ask about, you know, they didn't make you qualify it, like how big, how little. They didn't, they didn't do any of that. I think the fact that you were there just meant that you were somebody to talk to. So that, that helps a little bit, too, you know. You, you know, you're exactly right. Just the fact of being there and putting out an effort means something. To them. Now, I mean, it's not like they owe you anything either. So if you walk no. up and big jerk about it, they're going to tell you to keep walking, right? So you got to still carry the ball the rest of the way yourself, but yeah, there you're definitely in the door, right? Well, there were a lot of there were a lot of pleases and thank yous dished out on my half. <laughs> you know, trying to be very nice and courteous. I so, did a lot of talking about the Daily Gun Show. Well, and all eighteen of those, fifteen of those people are watching right now. Yep. So, and I got some pretty sweet patches today. So that's the next thing. First thing in the press room. That's the, next, that's the next thing I'm talking about. So, um, historically, first day of SHOT Show is your swag day. So, you know, I think if there's a set routine that the, or in like a, 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 whatever the median, like the most average routine, a lot of people have been going for a while, will spend Monday just walking around, shooting the shit and grabbing stuff, collecting, like harvesting. And because all the good stuff gets taken, you know, they make X amount of cool stuff and then they might make a little bit more of some of the next version and then that's it. Or they only make the good stuff or whatever. So if there's some kind of cool piece of swag, it's going to get gone sooner than later. So a lot of people will 
they're interested in that. They'll walk around the first day looking for swag. So uh, some years it's been awesome. It's been incredible. And other years it's been barren. Like there was nothing. You had to beg and plead and have relationships with people to even get one of their pieces of swag. So this year I'm going to, I don't know where to put it. I'm going to put it probably around 70% like out of 100 uh, as far as over the years, my experience, it's one of the better years. So with that in mind, what kind of swag do people get? Sorry, I started talking there. You can go first. I know everybody wasn't out you know, harvesting it today, but what kind of stuff did you get to pick up? I got some really cool patches, and it started off in the media room this morning. Got my first cool patch of the day from Angelina. Yep, the best patch of SHOT Show. It was good. And it is good. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I've got some patches and some stuff like that, but I really wasn't really going to go over swag. But, you know, we talked about last night in the parking lot, G, about um, if companies are asking her or whatever. And I had that moment today with Alien Gear, and he asked if I had an extra patch. So I, I gave him my last patch that I had. And uh, again, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, we're really thinking about doing that. And I said, well, you know, we're, I was discussing with some friends last night. And I think that if you're going to start doing something next year, the patches or stickers or whatever, you know, I think that people that might want to start collecting some of the stuff, it'd be nice to see, like, if you're going to do something, do something that has, like, SHOT Show 2020 next year or something that's unique to where it's not the same thing every year. Because I think if people, if they know you're going to do the same thing every year, they're not going to come to you maybe. And he says, that's a really good idea. And I said, you know, maybe just the thought of making something specifically for Shot Show every year, whether it's a sticker or whatever, that could be unique. And he was really, he's like, because he was a marketing guy, and he was like, I'm definitely going to do that. So I took your advice, and I mentioned it to him, and he was like all for that. Is, is next year going to be the year of the optics since it's 2020? That's a really good question. Not Or eyewear. It'll be all kinds of eyewear puns. Yeah, yeah. I went straight to that one news show from back in the old days. Isn't that where Stossel came from? Yeah, that's that's crazy. the show he was on when he got when he got hit by that wrestler. Of course, he did a lot of other good things. <laughs> well, speaking of wrestlers, I ran into Goldberg today. Just like almost literally ran into him. And I said, I didn't know you're a gun gun. He goes, I'm from Georgia, bro. Of course I am. You know, I mean, he was like really cool guy, but it was kind of cool to see Goldberg there because I was like, man, that's, you know, he's like, I'm from Georgia, man. Of course I am. But yeah, he was really an awesome down to earth guy. We talked to him for a few minutes, but yeah, Goldberg was there as a wrestler. I'd like to, I would have liked to have seen him. Did anybody see Master Ken come in at the end in character? Oh, yeah, there's, he had an entourage too. Yeah. Means. I didn't see him till the end. He was in character. What is that? Game of Thrones? Oh, Ma Master Ken. He does some, just some funny YouTube videos where he, he does karate stuff. Karate stuff. But it, it's it's a comedy channel. But he oh, plays off like guy. he doesn't quite know what's going on. And he was yeah, doing that in character. He was He was there playing it up like he didn't, you know, it was, it was pretty interesting to see. Oh. So that's it for swag. Nobody got anything else good. Well, there's some good stuff. I just, yeah, I didn't get. It. I mean, I got patches and stuff like that, but 
I didn't like go out there kind of trying to get it, but there's some really cool stuff there this year. Like some um, proper proper has a really awesome patch. It's the American flag with the P on it. It's it's a really sharp looking patch. There was a booth in the uh, was a booth in the law enforcement in the three thousand thirty thousands or whatever room. Uh, I want to say uh, definitely definitely on the second level, and it was on the outside edge. So if you walk the perimeter, uh, you could definitely find it. I can't remember exactly what all they had, but it was like tactical clothing and gear type stuff. I want to say. Uh, and I was just walking by, I was going somewhere else, and uh, the lady actually pretty much throwed it at me. But it was one of those little uh, ballistic vests. I guess it's like a koozie or something, or it's supposed to be. Oh, dang. They're giving those away? Uh, yeah, she threw me one today. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. If you know somebody with a little tiny dog or a cat, stick them in there. Yeah, I've, uh, my mom and dad's got like a teacup chihuahua that I think the thing will fit. And if it does, I'm getting pictures. Yep, there you go. Yeah, usually they sell those for like 20 bucks. So that's why I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't. I, was I wasn't surprised. lucky enough to get one of Angelina's patches, so I guess the the second best patch, but the best patch that I have is a gun streamer patch. Now there you go. Uh, Fort Scott, uh, building on what you were talking about with uh, uh, the special patches. Uh, Fort Scott does have a special patch that they're giving away, uh, and it actually is a. It's got their Fort Scott logo, but then it also says Shot Show 2019. So it is. It's a special one. We were talking uh, in the parking lot. Clover and I were about Fort Scott and where they were last year. When I was there, there was literally no one else in the booth, and it's remarkable how they capitalized on momentum from this time last year to this year. They've really kind of taken that step. And, and Clover made a good point that they actually did it probably because they they embrace and utilize social media as their. Some of their marketing and they got some social media people on board, but Fort Scott Munitions, man, has really had a really good year. So it's nice to see where they were last year where nobody was at their booth to being, you know, really sought after this year. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Everybody's tired. I think everyone's asleep. We might be the only ones left. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's chat napping. Yeah. I am winding down now. And that, <laughs> yeah. and that I can't wind down. I don't I'm used to working weird hours, but being out here has just, it's whooped me. I've been tired every night. I just done. Well, for all your <laughs> Westerners, for all you Westerners, we're drier out here. So there's going to be a water, like a, Heat, you know, thing where you're gonna dehydrate more, so drink a lot, and then you know, I think you're right. You get chapped lips and right. stuff. We're also probably at elevation you're not used to, so there's probably a bunch, and then you got jet lag, so you got a bunch working against you on top of all the, you know. Ian's What's the elevation here? Man, I don't know, but I'm thinking it's higher than Arizona. Let's go find out. Well, I know it's faster. I mean, because my my front yard is 2,600 feet. And then, and wherever I go oh, after really? that, it's usually. Oh, I figured it was lower than that. Okay. No, I live in the mountains, but 
this I, I would think I would say you're right. I bet you I am somewhat dehydrated, but it's just the jet lag. It just it's caught no, up with me. Vegas is only two thousand feet, but for some people that's elevation. You're so, right. Um, yeah, I usually my routine is to go chug a thing of water and then bring a thing of water with me, and then as soon as the one I brought, with, and I'll get you know I'll just keep drinking as soon as my mouth's dry, so just, you know swig at a time. As soon as that water that I brought with me is empty, I'll go back and chug another one and then bring a fourth one with me. Same thing. Just as soon as that one's done, chug another one. And by the time you're doing all that, you're being clear. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to ramp up my water intake. I think that would help. And then, you know, we're all walking. So there's a lot of walking. We're probably not used to walking pretty much all day for four days in a row or more. We actually already started walking yesterday or Sunday so we don't have to make this a marathon um what is today wednesday no tuesday no it's so, only tuesday <laughs> missed his show you didn't do your show so i did not know it's some kind of fake show or something he says no invited me and then uh let's see tomorrow's wednesday so Clover, you don't do nothing tomorrow tomorrow you don't got nothing um tomorrow. No, I mean, I'm, I haven't been, but I will say this. I I do sort of have a – I was given the lead way today uh, at, a, at a certain booth. I don't want to give it away, but I do want to, to uh, mention it just for publicity's sake. Um, a company that I've worked with for years before I even had my YouTube channel. Uh, talked to them today. I spent quite a bit of time at their booth, actually. <clears throat> and um, they privied me to some uh, – um, oh, what am I thinking? It's been such a long day, my brain shot. Um, uh, um, yeah, it's prototypes. Um, prototypes, some prototypes of something very, very cool, right up my alley. And um, then, uh, I, of course, I I was freaking out over it. Uh, it's really awesome that uh, uh, they finally kind of listened to me and some stuff like that. So I said, "Can I take some pictures?" And and blah 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 blah. And, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we wanted you here. We want you to release, you know, let everybody know that these are going to be available. And I said, well, these are just the prototypes. And they're like, oh, oh, as soon as we get back from shot, we're already tooled up and ready to go. Uh, you know, we just brought the prototypes with us is all. And so that was pretty cool. They, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to go to their booth tomorrow and do a, one of a couple of things. I don't know that I can go live on Instagram. Uh, because I don't know the internet situation, to be honest with you. Uh, but if I can't go live on Instagram, then I will re- at least record a video there announcing the release of this part and upload it. So be looking for that. That is awesome. This, this is, you might not suppose to talk about that this is the Glock safety, the external Glock safety. <laughs> right. No, no, no. This is, this is the Glock AR he's talking the about. Glock, the Glock 1911. It's the Glock 1911 is what it is. Yes, six shot revolver. Well, that's cool. I didn't have very good reception for trying to do Instagram today, but uh, I didn't try hard either. So hopefully, you get some reception. Well, uh, they've got the they've got that um, that booth where there is Wi-Fi available, and in the media room, it's pretty darn good. So, like I said, if I've got to go down there and just cut a quick Instagram video, then I'll do that. And then if I do that, I can also upload that to YouTube, Gunstreamer, and everywhere else as well. So, kind of a win-win-win if I do it that way. They have that Wi-Fi all over the whole show, don't they? That Lucas Oil one. 
Yeah, but it's not very good when everyone's in the main room or something. It's just not very strong to go live with. You can right. post up, but going live, it's it's kind of difficult. Yeah. That's what I found. Looks like Gary's jumping out, but we're going to end it. I've been trying to say we're not going to need to do these as marathons every night, but uh, this acted as tonight's uh, recon so everybody could get together and chat about the shot uh, the show. Uh, hopefully, everybody, well, now everybody who's in here has, is that in Vegas. Appreciate that. So, um, Hopefully, people that are watching are enjoying it. Where it's a bit of a bit of a like a resource for ourselves here, a bit of a scratch paper, and try to do this uh, to you know with it, with our people that are watching, so that uh, hopefully we encourage you to to be part of it all and to understand uh, from the Second Amendment. So, so what it's all about. Uh, I was trying to go through. Let's see, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, don't know what's going on, and then Friday would be Gary's show. So hopefully Gary will have us on to uh, chat about the uh, kind of show after it ends on Friday. Otherwise, everybody have a good show, and everybody's watching. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, support the channels that are here to doing their thing. Uh, they're helping to put cameras on products that are being made by all kinds of people around the country that are trying to do their thing and trying to get interesting stuff out there to people that are interested in guns. And uh, that's part of the whole process. So uh, thanks everybody for being part of it.